0: good evening ladies and gentlemen or afternoon or morning or whenever you listen to this it's the home and body improvement show this week i talk about getting scammed trying to buy fitness equipment online and ross attempts to answer a question that he made up but then i get really irate and uh kind of lose my cool a little bit Should be a great show. If you haven't yet, go to coachpots.com, sign up for that newsletter. We need more subscribers. Other than that, enjoy today's episode. Episode number 34, Home and Body Improvement Show. You, my man, good,
1: good, 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 man.
0: Did you know this is How's our that? 34th episode?
1: Wow, 34. awesome, that sounds great. A lot of people said, to us
0: both. I know. I, I said, I'm gonna be starting a podcast with my good friend Ross. They said, You'll be lucky to get three, maybe four episodes, and here we are, 34 episodes in.
1: That's so nice. I didn't know we we're up to thirty-four. I know we celebrated our other victory, so that's great that we're on thirty-four now. Wonderful.
0: You know why? You know why thirty-four is such a like a monumental number? Uh, why? It's the same number as Walter Payton, who played for the Chicago Bears.
1: There you go. Hey, he's such a great guy.
0: Yeah, I have a uh, thirty-four Walter Payton jersey. In fact, when I turned thirty-four, I had a Walter Walter Payton birthday party. I had little footballs decorated all over the place. I wore my jersey. Um, do you have, Do you still have your Walter Payton jersey?
1: You know, it's still at the store. It's still at the store right now. Mm. I think it's at one of the warehouses. But, you know, I will eventually someday, maybe never, get it. But I know he's a great man.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Uh, you know, certain numbers that, that stick out, like 40. That's Gale Sayers. I, sh- I had my Gale Sayers birthday not too long ago. And 51, Dick Buckus, right? 50, Mike yes. Singletary. 54, Brian Urlacher. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. Isn't that exciting?
1: You have so many numbers, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you in your fifties and hopefully at fifty four you'll have your Urlacher jersey on.
0: <laughs> How many Urlacher jerseys do you own?
1: And you know, they're all at this they're all at the warehouse. The Still. giant warehouse.
0: Interesting. Interesting, man. Speaking of interesting, have you been up to anything as of late?
1: Um, what I've been working on, I've been working at a client's uh, house in the northwest suburbs, and I've been installing a baseboard for their new basement. Um, you know, that job I was telling you about that we finished on their stairs
0: Oh, I remember. The j- stairs and we did, uh, some drywalling
1: just to finish up where they had an old storage area. And now the, we painted the walls. So now months later, the client says, Hey, you know what? I like to have some baseboard installed in this basement because it looks like it's unfinished.
0: And who better that to baseboard. call than Rock Builders? Yes. Rock Builders and Sun.
1: And Son, yes. The duo.
0: The, the dynamic duo. I, uh, I've been messing around with the Instagram. You know, you got to do it these days. That's what the kids are on. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out this whole stories thing. I think store Facebook Stories is like their answer to Instagram. I don't know what it is to be honest, but uh, I did a workout today and spent some a couple minutes. Well, actually, more than a couple minutes editing the video and putting it on my Facebook and Instagram page. I felt like that was a that was a victory of sorts, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting tech savvy, my man. Right? Yeah. So that was what I've been up to. Uh, I saw
1: your video. It looked
0: great. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, uh, it's definitely coming together in terms of the gym. But I'm always like, there's always projects I got to do. And the latest now is I have to hang... I have these barbell, vertical barbell hangers, which leads me into my first question today. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second, but uh, my, my newest project at the gym is I have these barbell, vertical barbell hangers. So each barbell weighs approximately 45 pounds. So we're looking at 135 pounds that's gonna be suspended from the, the wall. I'm drilling into cinder block and I need to figure out the best way to do that so I bought concrete anchors um, which I believe is the same type do you, do you remember hanging my TV mount like literally seven or eight years ago when I first moved into this apartment yeah years ago yeah yeah I think you used anchors does that sound right but did you drill into the I mean would it be considered concrete or cement or whatever the when it's in between the bricks or did you go straight into the bricks or does it matter? Well, I think in your situation, uh, I I had to go into the brick, the cement,
1: and I think you were freaking out because you're like, dude, you're drilling into the brick. And I'm like, how else am I going to mount your TV? And I, I remember that know. you had aluminum studding since it's a condo. Condos always use aluminum studs, not uh, wood studs.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I found that out too a couple times. Or would you call it aluminum or steel, or does it matter? Um, steel, Yeah. Metal. Uh, yeah, yeah, metal studs. I didn't know what those were because there's, there's been several things that I've drilled into since then. But um, anyway, I, I need to I, I've done this at my gym umpteen times and I've kind of screwed up a couple times because they're actual cinder blocks. And if you've ever seen a cinder block, you know that the, the center is typically hollow. They're, actually, there's like the, the, the center center is like still cinder block, but like there's two sides of it that are empty. And if you drill into that, you don't get much support. So I, I, did, I hung something without going through the actual cinder block. I actually hit the, the center, if you will, the hollow portion, and it fell out. It literally just came out of the wall. So then I had to find a new spot. So uh, I'm trying to find the best place to drill into this cement, or excuse me, into this cinder block and be able to suspend 135 pounds. Any uh, tips? You I mean you you just aim for the bottom of the cinder block right or do you?
1: Uh, for mounting it to the wall. Yeah. I mean, all I know is I think there's a I think I think it's called a red bird or a bird um, at Menards they sell these uh, type of cinder like wall mounts and pretty much it's like um, you're gonna have to use like your ratchet set and kind of tighten the sucker down. You're gonna have a pre-drill and then eventually you're gonna stick that to the hole that you pre-drilled. Uh, make sure that all, there's no dust in there, and pretty much what th- this does. There's a little shield around this little, um, yes, just like the screw head. So that's what I call
0: anchors. Gonna... Like they're concrete anchors. Am I wrong? Am I using the wrong term when I say that? No,
1: yeah, they're they're concrete anchors. Yeah, because
0: the more you tighten the bolt, the wider it gets, and then the more it kind of expands essentially, and then it doesn't fall out. So I've done it a couple times correctly. And then I've done it a couple times incorrectly. So wish me luck. I got another project coming. I'm going to see if I can't get that done. 135 yeah. pounds is no joke. You know, this is uh, so I have to hit that. That the nice thing about it is it is a garage, you know. So if I mess up and there's a hole in the wall, no one's going to jump out of a window except for maybe the guy who owns the building. But, you know, if that if something like that causes him to jump out of a window, then it just wasn't meant to be. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You don't want to lose their life to this,
0: but it do, can happen. Before I get into my question, which I've already ultimately decided that I want to go first, do you have a question for yourself today? Did somebody ask you a question?
1: Um, You know, I think I oh. was actually looking at some questions for myself. Oh. I thought there was, there was a good one that did come up. When is the best time I should remodel?
0: And where should I remodel? I don't know, man. It are you gonna are you just gonna yap? Because I feel like that's a yapping, that's a leading yapping question. Where you're just like, well, according to the bad you do the remodeling would happen. And all of a sudden, it's just like, man, you are putting me to sleep. Nobody is gonna listen to what the advice about the best season or whatever. <sighs> Okay, you know what? You can yap later. Let me go first. You know what? Let's get your yapping done first, Ross. When is it the best time to remodel? What the, I mean, that's a generic question, though. Nobody actually, nobody actually asked you that question. Nobody said, Ross, when's the best time to remodel? That's something you came up with, isn't it? Am I right? I'm right. Am I? I know yeah, I am. I got,
1: from, I got it from the internet. I really just like literally typed it in Google. And when's the best time? And I pretty much typed whatever remodeling questions, and then someone says, When is the best time to remodel?
0: Yeah, see, ugh, you you got to be more specific, man. No one's going to, I don't even know what that means. Like what? Your house, your kitchen, things in general, you know, remodel. I mean, what, what, remodel what, you know?
1: Well, let me do you, the, do you a favor. So if you're going to remodel your house, you know, you're going to. Pre-
0: I'm not, I don't have a house.
1: You don't have a house?
0: No. Oh. I'm a renter. Okay,
1: then. Well, then, then um, well, I guess we can't talk about this. All right, let's do the next question.
0: Let me answer my question. So, uh, the question I have is a situation.
1: Uh, wait. No, no, no. Wait. So, So my whole point I was just trying to make here was, if you want to remodel, do the floors last. That's one good example. That's- do anything in your house, floors are the last thing you want to do. You want to well- do the kitchen? Do the kitchen. Then do the master. Then do the rooms, and then whatever you do, do the floors last.
0: I, I agree with that. Um, Good. I, I Good. myself, Thank you. yeah, Thank you. I myself got myself into a little bit of a bind though, because that is phenomenal advice, which I totally agree with. So I would definitely save the floors for after the painting. That's for sure. But you know, I was hauling equipment in, and I couldn't obviously do the floors last because. By the time out, and then by the way, when I put this equipment in, like these shelves and these pieces, of like some of them are permanent installations, and some of them are, you know, over two thousand pounds worth of stuff. So to move them around is definitely a chore. So I I couldn't do the floors last. I had I cement floor, sheets of wood, rubber tiles, right, four by six rubber tiles. But I did dump paint onto one of the rubber mats, and it's still there—the paint stain. I, it's one of those projects I need to get around to, trying to remove paint from a from rubber. But yeah, had I not easy. Well, thanks. You're awesome. I had some. I put the acetone on there. It didn't do much. I bought the stuff uh, that the guy like. You don't like. Use that. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. Well, I bought the stuff. The guy said, hey, man, this will get, I don't know, he made some sort of like cliche statement about like, this is like rocket fuel or something like that. So I have yet, that's my project. Next, I'm going to uh, take the paint out of my rubber mat.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, consider denatured alcohol. That's one thing is my go to if I spill paint, even on carpet. I have, uh, I normally pull out a box of rags and I have a plastic toothbrush on hand in my cleanup bucket.
0: I brought it. I have a nylon, a uh, bristle, and then I have a um, uh, a steel one or a steel wool 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 steel. No steel. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's hard bristles. So I'm I'm totally nice. anticipating kind of destroying this map. But as long as he gets the paint stain out, I'll be happy with it. You know, at the end yeah, try, of the day, it's a gym.
1: Tr- tr- yeah, man. Try out that denatured alcohol. That's that's the that's the light uh, version of it.
0: Help you out. Okay, enough with the with the home improvement. Let's get to the body improvement. The question I have is a situation arose that, to me, just recently, and it has to do with purchasing uh, anything, really, but fitness goods online. Um, I bought these vertical racks from a company. It, the ad popped up in my uh, Facebook feed. It was called Solar Drop. You know, I went to the website. Website seemed legit. Uh, the price was, these racks were $45.00. At, on Rogue Fitness website, right? And then they were $30, and they're, they're, they're literally, I could probably make some of it. it's like I just don't feel like making them. Um, but they were $30 on this website with free shipping. And I needed three of them, you know, 3 times 45, 3 times 30. I mean, I'm saving at least 45 bucks, including the shipping. So was it too good to be true? No, it wasn't too good to be true, but it was definitely cheaper than some of the other fitness websites out there. And I ordered them Uh, right away. I got an email confirmation. You ordered this. It'll be shipped immediately. Got another email like a day or two later. Your item's been shipped. Sounds good. Haven't heard shit since. Have heard nothing. And then so I'm like, well, they're like, well, it should take about 30 days, um, you know, and with the quarantine and with the COVID and they come from and it, it are, they're shipping from Australia. Like this is like some of it's the weirdest website. I'll explain this in a second. But um, it said it should be there in 30 days. So, you know, I checked back I, and I was like, well, I need to contact their customer service. So I go to the website. There's no customer service. And in fact, when you go to the contact us, they have frequently asked questions and then you click on the frequently asked questions and it's just some lady's face and they're all video answers. And she's like, we we understand your situation, but please keep in mind that we're shipping from Australia and you will get an email once it arrives into the port in Miami. And I'm sitting there going, this is all BS, man. And there's absolutely no phone number. There's no physical location to this um, place. Again, Solar Drop is the name of them. And then when you go to the website and you click on these fitness items, they're on par with every, th- every other place that's selling fitness items, meaning like adjustable dumbbells, uh, resistance bands, um, you name them, right? And it almost looks like they took a stock photo and pretty cleverly like put their logo on these items, so it looks like they're selling them, or they're that they're proprietary items, but they're not. I'm pretty sure the way these places work, and mind you, I'm a pretty smart guy, and I'm actually, some would say, borderline genius, but uh, I didn't, you know, I was out, I ordered another bench hanger and stuff like that, so I was out about $130, which at the end of the day, is not like the end of the world, but that's another $130 I could have spent on anything else, like Saving up for my home remodel But nonetheless um, It it was just It's frustrating Uh, I kind of There's so many scams out there and then you see that people are, you know, it's like, well, I'm sure some some hacker was just sitting there going, well, what do people need a lot of these days? Well, they can't go to gyms, right? Well, let's just put a fake website together selling fake fitness equipment. We'll collect their money. We'll send an email and we'll just dangle the carrot in front of them, tell them, oh, it's 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 still shipping or, oh, because of the, the, you know, the pandemic, things have been delayed. And then at the end of the day, you're going to realize that there's no way to get your money back. And there's also no company. It doesn't actually exist. Like when you click on, you know, if you can register a URL, you click on where they where they're located. They're they're located in the United States, but they say they're in Australia, but there's no physical address. It's, it's just really, really frustrating. So the question I have are well, I guess, who should you order from when it comes to buying fitness equipment equipment online? Buy if it's too good to be true it definitely is I'll tell you that right now especially fitness equipment which is at a premium secondly go to websites that you know and trust um Titan, Titan is someone that I've ordered from um you know, they're they're typically pretty good prices, but the quality is not that great. Um, there's other website like, you know, PRX I've seen is one. Rogue Fitness is definitely one. Um, again, Faster used to be a company. I don't know. You just do a little bit of due diligence, a little bit of research. You know, find out what the return policy is. Find out what... Um, their customer services like make sure they have a phone number you know send them an email to their customer service is asking a bogus question like when do you think this will be in stock or something and see if they get back to you right away before you actually place any kind of purchase or before you make any purchase because um i i got duped i i you know some company took out some Facebook ads and those Facebook ads are directly targeted to whatever it is you search online and uh, I'm frustrated about it Uh, and then the real kicker is I do a lot of shopping on Facebook Marketplace as well which I know we've talked about but on Facebook Marketplace uh, I found the same vertical rack hangers for 20 bucks used which is fine because I don't need brand new ones so had I just waited and then I went and picked them up and so instead of paying 30 bucks I paid 20 bucks cash and you know I was able to get three of them It, it just at the end of the day, I'm out $130. I feel like a doof. And that's my warning to everybody. If it's too good to be can't true... I get it back. I probably, I probably can't. I can't get back. I mean, I'm, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, maybe it is tied up in customs. Maybe it's still on the way. You know, we are going through a pandemic. Uh, I had to come to the realization, man, that I lost money. And did I'm, you
1: contact your bank?
0: I did. Sent him an email. Um, I forget how I... I don't know if I paid this one via PayPal or... And you know what? I paid this one via Apple Pay, which was super easy—the one-click checkout and all that stuff. Uh, so I contacted Apple Pay, which is essentially tied to your bank anyway. And uh, I'm fighting it, but nobody got back to me from that. And I'm gonna follow up with it. It's just a pain. It's one of those things that you kind of oh okay, well it, it should be here in a month, so you put it in the back of your mind, and then you're like, you know, eh, it should have been here by now. What's going on? Um, yeah. Amazon is another phenomenal place to order equipment from. Um, it, it's, it, there's like a buyer protection thing with Amazon. So like, even if you're buying from a third party, they'll usually, if someone sends you a lemon, they'll usually have some sort of recourse, you know, usually I'd say that, but, uh, who knows, man? Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I feel my, my buns got burned on that one and, um, I hope it doesn't happen to anyone else. Beware. Yeah. Beware.
1: Beware. Be aware!
0: So when is the best time to remodel?
1: you know what uh i'd say spring if you're doing projects (laughs) first let's consider the weather that's all i'm saying then if you want to work outside that's up to you normally i've had people want to do painting jobs uh in the fall like hey i've had like i've had a client who wanted me to paint their house last year during the fall and i'm like um it's gonna be like 45 degrees and the paint is not gonna really stick to your siding and it's just gonna you're not gonna get i can't guarantee what my work because due to the cold weather and how long it takes so that is definitely effective
0: ross um, i gotta okay this so yeah these are this is fun but like i have a question and then we'll wrap it up i uh i bought this sled meaning it's a push sled and you put weight onto the sled and then you push it, right? Obviously, hence that. <laughs> but the pole that you put the weight on, some of my plates fit fine. Some of them are like super tight where it almost gets stuck. Can I get sandpaper and sand that pipe down or does it matter on the material or because I'm trying to do it so far and it seems to kind of be working but I can't really tell or is that a fool's errand? Can you, if you have a pipe that's too big, can you sand the outside To make it smaller,
1: you can just take the cap off. If there's a cap on that pole, Uh uh, see how thick the gauge of metal is, and then kind of decide how much you want to take off because that's the structure of that pole, right? Second thing is you can adjust your weights or remove that pole, set that aside,
0: and. No, no, you're not getting this. Is this pole is welded to the center of the sled? It's welded. Yeah, Um, I mean it's it's a pretty impressive structure. But, you know, another one I bought secondhand. And, of course, you buy these secondhand, and you don't really get to try them out. And then when you get them home, you realize, oh, my plates don't quite fit. Some of my plates don't quite fit on this sled the way I like. Um,
1: yeah, fine. Then, well, second thought, just get a hacksaw, cut it off, grind it down, make it flat again. Then you go to Home Depot, buy some black pipe, and uh, it has its own little mounting bracket on it. You know, that little
0: flush I thought about coaster. it, but how would I weld that pipe back on? Huh? How would I weld yeah. the pipe back on the pipe? Or in the you're not pipe. gonna
1: weld it, you're gonna pre-drill it. You're gonna drill holes into that uh, steel with a steel bit and you kind of work your way. First you don't force that steel bit, you you go slow so it actually cuts out the steel. And then after that you uh, get your steel threaded screws and then you impact that into your four holes that you made. And that's a
0: quick replacement. Yeah, not gonna do it. I'm just gonna use the plates that fit. But I did. It didn't. It had metal on the bottom for essentially what they're called the skis. And I bought these plastic skis to put on top of it to protect the sidewalk. And I was pushing on the sidewalk and I was scratching it. So I put the plastic skis in there. But the plat. But it didn't have holes. So I had to drill through the metal and the plastic in order to put these screws in there in order to keep the plastic skis on. That was a project that was like I would. It was zero fun, and I didn't have the right bits, and I just kept—I burned a bit out. Of it, actually, in fact, um, it, ugh, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah,
1: there's some things when you when you cut down on price, then you're gonna have to put more time into your modifying. That's um, always that fine balance, and then if you're gonna be modifying, just always be, you know, be true to yourself on what is secure, and make sure that you're avoiding heads scratching on metal surfaces or anything like that because. It's really important not to screw things up because I've done custom things for clients. You know, I like installing a door custom and then making a better door seal. I got to make sure that everything is working right so it doesn't scratch their wood floor after I did a custom finish. It's just there's all these little details. Yeah. And if you do scratch the wood floor, how are you going to fix that wood floor? You know, so you be sure that you have, you know, like a a pen, um, what do you call it? Minwax finishing pen. So, you can kind of take care Ross, of the scratch.
0: Here's a great question for next week. I'll ask it, you prepare it, and then you can talk about it. And then we'll just, we're done with the remodeling question. But how do you repair scratches and wood floors? Because that has happened to me umpteen times. And since I rent because I don't own, because we went over this because I don't have a house, um, I'd like to know the answer to that. So, there's your question for next week, Ross. And that's a good question. Sounds great. That's something people can wrap their mind around. Say goodbye, Ross. Bye, guys. And we're out of here. There you have it, folks, another episode in the books. If you want one of your questions featured on this show, hit me up at Andy at CoachPots.com. Again, go to CoachPots.com, sign up for that newsletter. And if you can't find Ross, just, just look for him. Look for him on social media. Ask him a question that has to do with home improvement, and we will answer it on this show.